You're listening to the two dumb users. Steal a football is 60 minutes. It's never going to be pretty. Throw style points out the window, but these guys are fight to the end. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Dumb Yinzers. This is episode 365, Mike. Yes. 365. So we've been doing this for a little bit more than two years. Mm-hmm. And we're at episode 365. So yes. basically, it plays out to we've done a show every other day for two years. Of course, that wasn't, you know, how it played out. But if you take the numbers and crunch them and twist them and turn them every other day for the past two years, we, we've been doing what we're doing. That's insane. It's <laughs> like, when, like when you think about it, you know, for, for two guys mm-hmm. to do this the way we had, my God, you know, like I always say, you know, it started in a kitchen, you know, kitchen table as a joke. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be funny to do a podcast? And then next thing you know. Here we are, a podcast every other day for two years. Nothing bad really ever comes from a kitchen table, if you think about it. No. The kitchen table was good. Kitchen table was very good. And I think all good ideas should be should start at the kitchen table. Yeah. If you're ever in a rut in life and things are going bad or things are stale, maybe issues with your significant other, go to the kitchen table. Go to the kitchen Nothing- table. Nothing bad comes from the kitchen table. No. Ask the dog, right? Everything for good for a dog comes from the kitchen table. Good morning, Derpy. What's up, brother? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. How are we? Ah, we are well. We are well. <laughs> today, today, Derpy, I was just telling Mike, is episode 365. We've been doing this show for a little over two years. It was uh, July 1st was the official anniversary day. So technically, basically, if you look at it this way, this show has been done every other day for the past two years. Kind of mind blowing. Tomorrow's tomorrow's going to be three sixty six. That'll make it a leap year. I'll maybe you know mention something small about it. But this is this is a, a monumental moment, I think. Yes, think- indeed, indeed. Um. No need to waste any more time talking about us. We do got some things we're going to talk about today. The Steelers, they are in camp. Guys, big names, the big names from day one in camp. Elijah Riley. Elijah oh. Riley. He um, gets, a, he gets the interception. Nick Herbig. Nick Herbig, big day. Uh, didn't hear too many bad things. But before I continue, I think the biggest news from camp comes from a, came from a camp other than ours. The, the, the big news yesterday, everybody, was Ooh. about the calf injury of Joe Burrow. Everybody around the league, especially in three cities, off the top of my head, we're, you know, we're super pumped. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to be as bad as it was no. initially thought, maybe a strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a pro athlete, that you know, you 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 could deal with this. You get the, yeah. you get, you know, yeah, like top notch service to get you back. Yeah, the video, man, it looked bad. 
It did look bad. I'm like, like part of me at first, was like, oh, this is good. And then I was like, oh, man, that sucks. This guy's great. You love, you like to watch him play for all but two games a year. So he can be hurt for the two games he has to play, up, play us. His injury can flare up against us. And the rest of the year, he can be fine. But no, that was almost a huge blow, man. Like the AFC North almost became wide open. I'm starting to, I'm starting to draw a conclusion here, though. Maybe another year or two might tell me if I'm correct or not. However, you know, Joe Burrow in his rookie season, of course, after what was it, week 11, he blew Mm -hmm. his knee. He was done for the year. Then last year, and almost to the day, July 26th of 2022, he had to have an emergency appendectomy. Correct. And then this year on July 27th, 2023, he's carted off the field with a calf strain. We could only hope. We can only hope maybe this guy is just going to have injury problems his whole career. Again, not good for him, which is unfortunate. Not good for Cincy, which I don't care. But for us, I, I could deal with this. If this guy ends up being one of these injury-prone guys you know, throughout his career, I could, I could deal with this. Dude, but like his injuries happen in meaningless preseason action. He's re- ready to go right away. And that, yeah. That's what, you know, that's what, if I'm Cincinnati, I am putting him in a bubble. And he's not allowed any training camp because, like, this, going into this training camp, he was saying like he was excited because he really didn't. He hasn't had like a full training camp, hasn't had a full preseason preseason since like what his rookie year, if that. And, you know, and then this happens. Joe just sit out. If I'm him, I am literally sitting out training camp for the most part. I'm just doing a couple throws here and there, just work with a couple receivers. He's proven he doesn't need the training camp, and when he does train, he gets hurt. Just, just, just don't, Joe. You know, best thing for Joe. You're right, right. You're they have to put him in a, in a bubble. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe um, this will carry over into the season. Yeah. But there's three teams that play him twice between the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns. That you know what? I would, um, you know, unintentionally, intentionally take a couple extra shots at this guy just because he has uh, so far. So far, he, he he's found a way to uh, run into injuries, you know, pretty regularly, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, I If I was the Ravens, the Steelers, or the Browns, maybe, you know, somebody who, who, who has a history of pulling somebody's helmet off and smashing them over the head with it, somebody, somebody of these three teams, I would take advantage of this. And, and, and even not if in, in a dirty way, I would do it in a clean way. I would do it in a way that, you know what, we're going to take a shot at this guy after every throw he has. We're going to get to this guy as we did after Peyton Manning back at 05 in the play. You got to hit this guy. You have to hit this guy. The longer he stands back in that pocket and you allow him to throw the ball around the field, he's going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Is, is, you know, football is you have to get to him. You have to hit him. And you know what? If it takes a penalty here, a penalty there, so be it. I would try my ass off to again, not intentional, but you know what? If I hurt, if he gets hit and he gets hurt, yeah. If he gets injured, okay, you don't want to hurt him because hurt you. Know, you don't want to. I don't want him out. I don't want to ruin. I just want him career. injured. I don't want him hurt. Uh, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think I said it wrong. I just want him out for the game. Out for the yeah. game. Out I want him out game. for the season, but that's just me. I don't want him out for the season. I I like watching him play. You no. know why I do. Because have you ever looked at Tom Brady's stupid face? (laughs) (laughs) 
look at Joe, look at Joe Burrow's stupid face. He has a but, comparable face to Tom Brady. Like, like you know Tom, what? He's already getting on my fucking nerves with this. With this well, face. Tom Brady had that like arrogant look. I like Joe Burrow has he's that kid who's just like skating through life. And yeah. he probably doesn't realize how lucky he is. Right. It's just like like just laid back and chill, go through life having fun. And you know, just like, oh yeah, good. everything comes easy to the guy. You know, right. You know what? You're starting to get me to hate Joe Burrow. I don't he, like he needs him. hardship in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs to not throw eight touchdowns in a championship. Uh, yeah. He, you know. He needs to change his number from nine to ten because the history of number yeah, nine. What if, he, what if he changed his number? He didn't get hurt the rest of his career. Uh, he's wearing number nine to honor Messi, or is Messi wearing number nine to honor Joe Burrow? Carson Palmer, just saying. Yeah, Carson Palmer know. was a damn good quarterback. Only, la- only the ladies he wore number, number nine. nine too. Back to uh, let's jump back over to the Steeler camp, where things are important to us. I had an idea. Oh, did you God. see this, guys? Did you see the um, the woman at Steelers camp who had TJ Watt sign her baby? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this to Derpy. Did you, did you see the way this played out? TJ was up there signing, and there was all the people. And, and this woman, she takes her baby, and she hands him over, you know, maybe 10 people. Mm-hmm. And passes- and passes the baby over to uh, T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt proceeds to, to sign the baby. And hand the lady her baby back. I'm going to do this to Derpy. I'm going to take Derpy. I'm going to pass him over the crowd of people. T.J. Watt's going to grab him. They're going to sign Derpy. This and reminds pass me of, Derpy the, back. of the, the Will Ferrell, Zach Alphanakis movie where they're politicians. Will Ferrell. Farrell signing autographs, or it might have been Talladega Nights or whatever. He signs the baby's forehead. That's what this whole thing reminded me of. You know, we got yes. we got Buffalo, you know, and the kids telling, you know, Alan to go hug his sister, forget about an autograph for him. We got the New York Jets, dude son has a big poster. Saquon, you give me your autograph, my ex will take me back, and baby's being signed. Football fans are nuts. And as they They're sign Derby. Nuts. The image that you see in front of you will be autographed. And when we come back to the show, that will be what you see all the time is, is that picture of Derpy with, with an, um, TJ Watt autograph. Yeah, here's what I'm going to go. TJ Watt has to sign his forehead and then we get, and then Derpy has to get it tattooed on. I'm, I'm down. I, I, I am totally, I, I am totally okay with I, this. I will uh, pay plan. for that. Tattoo. You know what? If they win the Super Bowl this year, I will consider it. No, 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 no. Hold on. This is actually pretty good, Mike. No, no, no. Because this is, this is a, you know, I mean, if they win the Super Bowl. We know a guy. We know a guy. We do know a guy. He'll do it right on his back porch. And we will film it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have. It's going to hurt, but I'll do it if they win the Super Bowl. It's not going to hurt. Like, yeah. And then we can have an interview at the same time. This, this ticks off a lot of boxes for us. It does. We can sit down and talk to talk to Stickman while he tattoos Derpy's forehead with TJ oh, Watt's autograph. On, 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 on Stickman's back porch. Could you imagine in his heat sitting on someone's back, just drenched with sweat, pouring with sweat? Somebody's I, trying to give you a I would tattoo. have a good time. I three out of the four of us would have a great time. That's true. Ay, ay, ay. I like it. I like it. I like it, Derpy. And you know what? I like the fact that Derby said he's going to do it. If the Steelers win the Super Bowl, he I will, will consider it. Here we go. Make you my promise. Now, does it, it actually have they to win be, it? Does it actually have to be TJ Watt's autograph, or could we um, could we counterfeit the 
signature, and then you just get that tattooed as TJ Watt on your forehead. I think that'll work. And that'll work. That works for me because I don't have to lift you up over 10 people and hand you over to, to TJ Watt. So for me, it works. There you go. I, from P, that lady will probably get a tattoo of that signature. The oceans of Florida are boiling and we are lost. I think <laughs> I think that baby getting a tattoo of the TJ Watt autograph is going to reverse this heat wave and the planet burning and the oceans boiling. The so baby? Think, yeah, the baby gets a tattoo. Because oh. he signed the baby and that lady tattooed the baby. And that's going to so solve all the climate change that's going on right now. We we I cracked the code. I didn't know the baby was getting a tattoo. That baby and then Derpy get the tattoo, and that's just going to bring down the global temperature. Hey, that works for me. Either way, Derpy gets uh he gets tattooed on the show. It's good for it's good for the show. Might not be so good for Derby, but you know what? That's all right. Derby no. doesn't mind. Derby does not seem to mind. Derby doesn't mind at all. I mean, Derby, Derby you're mind. a team player. Way to be a team player, Derby. I like it. I like it, Derby. Way to, way to way be a team way player. Way to step it up, man. Way to step it up. We're gonna have an extra pla- We're gonna have an extra plaque here on the walls of the studio with Derby's name on it. If this happens, I'm telling you. I will get like a, a, like painted on the wall. We'll get the tattoo thing painted on on my wall behind me. Yeah. Let me ask you guys. I'm going to talk about Alex Highsmith for a second. There's two possibilities here. Alex Highsmith was a zero-star recruit, okay? Mm-hmm. Alex Highsmith was a walk-on at Charlotte University. Alex Smith was a third-round pick in 2020. Alex Smith had eight combined sacks in his first two seasons. Then last year... When T.J. Watt was out a lot of the year, Alex Smith had 14 and a half sacks tied for fifth in the league. Alex Smith had five forced fumbles tied for first in the league before he signs a four-year $68 million deal, million dollar deal. My question is this for you guys. Are we too hard on Alex Smith? Is Alex Smith possibly one of these guys that gets better over time and, you know, he's really putting the effort and the time into his game and, uh, really focusing to becoming a better football player? Because this could be one of two things. This could be, as a lot of people say, not just us, but a lot of people do say that he, in his success, has been a product of T.J. Watt. However, you do have these people that they, they, they you know, they don't come out of the gate um, firing and running on all, you know, hit the ground running. It takes them time. They, they build up, they get better over time, and they become a superstar. Now with Alex Highsmith, I'm 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 kind of in the middle with him because he could a be a guy that, like we always say, is a product of TJ Watt. And again, we're not the only people that say this. But as I said, <laughs> he was a zero-star recruit. He was a walk-on at Charlotte, third-round pick, eight combined sacks in two years. Which, but as it goes on, it gets better. 2022, 14 and a half, five forced fumbles, first in the league. And again, we got to remember, T.J. Watt wasn't in the lineup a lot of time last year. Is Alex Highsmith, as what we suspected, this player that needs T.J. Watt, or is he just improving over time and becoming a better football player? And if he is, he becomes a lot more valuable for this team than becoming that Bud Dupree type player that we always say needed Alex, or I'm sorry, needed T.J. on the other side. 
can it be possible that Alex Smith is just getting better over time and, and maybe he's working his way to being a superstar in this league? What do you think, Mike? He's getting he's got he's improved year over year. I've said that, you know, going into last year. I said that when he signed the contract, he Highsmith has improved every single year. But you know, when you looked at look at the sacks when Watt was out, he only had like what four sacks. He was on pace for eight to nine sacks. That's that's not superstar level. That's you know number two type. That's an average outside linebacker starter level. But if he does take that next step and improve to this year to becoming a dominant player, this this contract's a steal. You have two studs where, you know, he's great on beating the one-on-one block, but when we saw when he was double teamed last year, he didn't put up a whole lot. He didn't do do that well when he was the main focus, when, you know, when he had to be the guy. But if he can, you know, take that next step, the way he has from college, from high school to college to the pros now, getting better all the time, that you, you're hoping he's still progressing. We're hoping he didn't plateau. We're hoping that he has a couple more levels to reach. If he can reach that that next level or next level after that, he can be an all a superstar. But because what kind of amazing yeah, they, they'll be a, they'll be insane having two like a, a, a mini TJ Watt, right? You know, someone who on his own if on his own. Let's say he got twelve sacks last year when Watt was out. I'm loving this signing even, even more. But you know, he only had a handful of sacks without Watt. But you know, because if you Watt stays see... healthy, and he and as long as Highsmith plays the same way he did last year, and Watt stays healthy all year. This contract is still, still a steal. But you know, if he if he exceeds expectations, this contract's a bargain. Well, I think that, you know you do notice this, these teams that, that have this great um, edge rusher, as you might call them. Um, they only have the one great guy. Could you imagine a team that has one of these guys on both sides of your line? Oh. Now that's something that, that's potentially. Uh, <laughs> It could be a possibility here with this football team. And you know what? The thing about Alex Highsmith that I'm that I'm learning, you know, he 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 is continuing to progress. And he, you know, mm-hmm. he wants to be better and he wants to improve his game. And, and, he, and he's, you know, he he lets it eat at him that, that people say that he is only a um a success because of what's going on on the other side with Mr. Watt. I would love to see. And again, I never really even considered this, Mike. I always just kind of said, well, you know what? If TJ isn't in, he's not going to get his numbers. If he is, he he is going to get his numbers. But when you think about it, if this guy can actually turn into that player, mm-hmm. what? A, and as you said, this, this contract is, we're in a really good position because again, yeah. what one of these edge rushers, what, what kind of problems they cause quarterbacks and teams, if we could have two of them, yeah, we're in pretty good shape. Yeah, it, it, it. God, it, it's making me think of like God when we like Joey Porter and um, Lamar Woodley and all, like when we had great teams. Rick Lloyd and Kevin Green. Green. Like yeah, when it, people, yeah. like when one would go down, the other would just keep going. And now if we can have that, that that's going to be amazing. But like I said, if Watt stay, stays healthy all year and Highsmith performs the way he did last year, that that's a steal. It's just if Watt gets hurt and you know Highsmith still plays the way he did last year, that's going to be not that's going to be suboptimal right you know but but if Watt does get hurt and then Highsmith takes that next step and teams have to double him triple him just to try and slow him down that's even better I'm hoping he can make that next step because he he's shown every year he's gotten better and if he has if he can can take a leap I don't want to only see him 
do well when Watt's not there. I, I, you know, I, I, I want to see him do well all yeah. the time. If he again, yeah. yes, and, and that's a great sign of, of him improving and the team improving mm-hmm. and the defense improving. And that's a look that most teams aren't going to want to see yeah. when you play the Pittsburgh Steelers is TJ Watt making his way into the backfield on one side and Alex Highsmith being close to equal on the mm-hmm. other side, making his way to the backfield. I, I think that's a very dangerous thing. And I think that it could be a man, like I said, including the other things that we, these other moves that we made on defense, you know, especially with the secondary and mm-hmm. um, you know, these, these new linebackers, I don't know what to expect with the new linebackers yet, but this could be, you know, if Highsmith keeps pushing himself to become that player, that's what it comes down to is the way he pushes himself. That's what oh, it's going to yeah. come down to. Yeah. Is he going to take this contract and say, you know what, I'm happy with this in the way things are going? Or do I want to take that next step and try to be the, the mm-hmm. caliber player that TJ Watt, that Max Crosby, that uh, the Boza, yeah. you know, any of these guys, if he keeps working to be that kind of rusher, we have a really oh, dangerous yeah. uh, attack, yeah. man. Yeah, and he he strikes me as that type of player that's going to continue right. continually try to get better. He didn't he doesn't seem like that guy that's going to get the contract and be like, you know what, I got my money. I'm I hope good. you're right. That, that's he, what concerns me though. But he he seems he like doesn't he has, seem like yeah he he seems like he has that he has the right attitude. At least right now. Yeah, he, he's not like someone like off season. Yeah, because that yeah, because if that was me, I no, you're fine, Derpy. If that was me, if I got that money, I'd be like, oh sweet, I got my money, I got my guarantee, I'm good. You know, I'm just going to coast the rest of the way. But he he seems like he has the right the right attitude, and I, I God, I I hope he can take that next step because if he does, like Ryan said, that's going to help that secondary out a lot. Because we you know we got a, a lot of new players back there, we got a rookie back there. The more they keep improving, I mean, yeah, that's it's it's yeah, going to be it, big. It's so that you know it's a passing league now. If you can have that pass for us, so that's going to help your secondary where you don't have to cover as long. You know that that one to two seconds is huge back there. Uh, I'm going to, we are down to about eight minutes of the show. So I'm going to jump over to talk about baseball for just a few quick moments. Of course, it is camp. Of course, we do have two weeks, two weeks from tonight. We are watching the Steelers, everybody. I, I just don't know. I don't know if people realize how close we are. Two weeks, say you get your paycheck today and you get paid on that day. That's all you have to wait is one more pay period, everybody. Here we go. Two weeks from tonight is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what the week before the Hall of Fame game in the Hall of Fame game? So we're, we're, we're and nobody's going to watch football. because of the two teams. Who's uh, who's the Hall of Fame game, Derby? The Jets and the mistake by the lake. Oh, I like this game. People I, I like to watch Aaron Rodgers on the new team. Yeah, I like. I'm going to watch this Jets yeah. team. I'm interested. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, you know, we were talking about the Joe Burrow injury. You know, if it should have happened to someone in the AFC North, it should have been up that team up north. Yeah, I like I like the way it's playing Clean. out. I um, you know what? But let's move on. Yeah. O- Otani, Otani, yesterday another first for him. Another another, another record. Amazing. He has a uh, double header. He in the first game threw a shutout in the double header. Okay, and then in the second game he hit a home run. In the in the second game of the double header, he's the first player ever to do this. The first player ever. You figure baseball's been going on for a b- billion years, and there's Over been a billion years. players. And, you know, guys have pretty much accomplished everything that you could accomplish as far as records. People are just trying to catch up now. But but the first, we have another first. Otani throws a shutout in game one of a doubleheader and hits a home run in game two. It's never been done before. Make a new make a new page in the record book for Otani. And you know what? I think things like this are going to keep happening for him because he's just a different player. Guys haven't done this for a long time as far as uh, pitching and, uh, you know, being a great hitter. 
And even when they did, they weren't the caliber that Otani is. So I expect yeah. a lot of new records to come over time with the name uh, Otani, whether, he, whether he's with the Angels anywhere else. This guy right here, you're going to hear about this guy for a long time. He's a, he's a freak. Like, you know, he's a, he's that guy, like, every time he, he plays, something something new, something unexpected is going to happen. Absolutely. I love it. I love watching I him. I love it. Yeah. This, this is why we watch sports. If you can't get, you know, excited about Otani, there's something wrong with you. You don't like sports. Hey, another reason that we love sports, the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> June 11th, fellas, this is today's July 28th. On June 11th, the Pittsburgh Pirates were in first place. They were 34 and 30 on June 11th, 34 and 30 in first place. So at the time, at this present time, they were 45 and 57, 11 and a half games out of first place. They were off last night, but there still was a little bit of damage done. In the meantime, the Pittsburgh Pirates, they trade away Carlos Santana, pretty much the only natural home run hitter on our team to the division rival Milwaukee Brewers who on June 11th, when we were in first place. We're a half a game or a game over Milwaukee. So our, our division rival, we send our home run hitter over to there. It's officially done. The pirate season is officially over. This was the point that I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. And as I said, you, you don't give yeah. away your best home run hitter. In I, you know, in theory, of course, Sawinski has more, but you don't give away your best natural home run hitter to your division rival who you were neck and neck with fighting for first place just a little over a month ago, unless the season's over. Pirates threw in the towel. Uh, they get in return, they get Johnny uh, Severino, who's an 18 year old infielder. Another, Another one middle to add infielder. to the minor league system, which, uh, what's that, Mike? Another middle infielder that we don't need. Yeah, come on, where's the pitching? We have no pitch. There's tons of things that we need. Yet the Pirates minor league system remains to be ranked number one. Number one in the, in the majors, the Pirates. I don't know how this keeps happening. Whatever they're doing, they have it figured out. I could tell you that. They're taking these kids in. They're getting them prepared. They're sending them off to good teams. This Pittsburgh Pirate team is a joke. It's nothing but a, a middleman machine that just to, keeps taking these players and doing this. It's very frustrating. And we as fans should really take a step and, and a stand, which we tried to do, but the Pirates ended up playing well enough for, to back us off as the fans mm-hmm. because at the beginning of the year, we were ready for heads on a platter. And uh, they backed us off because they had a good season. They rode the first place thing for a while. But they're back. Uh, they're back in the bottom again. Surprise, surprise! I'd be surprised at this point. This time next week, we still have David Bednar. I'd be surprised if this time team, time next week we still have Rich Hill. And I think Andrew McCutcheon. He's he he has the. Uh, it's going to come down to him. He's going to be able to make the decision. I believe ultimately on the Kutch move, whether he goes anywhere or whether he stays. But I think he does have the flexibility to make that decision. Um, the, the Pirates season's over, guys, but they do play game one of three tonight at 7.05 against the Philadelphia Phillies. Mitch Keller comes uh, to the hill with a 9-6 and six record against Zach Wheeler with a 7-5 and five record. If anybody cares, that game is at 7.05 tonight. Mike, what do you think? I, I, I kind of want to see the Did you say two trade. weeks till football? Two <laughs> weeks till football because, you know, I, I, I kind of want to see the Pirates trade cuts because that would be the perfect way to end the season. That would be that would be the the uh, the stake through the heart of Pirates Nation that, that would, would be, be you know what just trade them just trade them send them to St Louis you know a t- another team that stinks 
Would, would that be a uh... that, that would be a kick in the teeth? Yeah, you know, send him to a contender. You know, if you know, but I don't think I'll he wants to be traded. But you know what? You know, sometimes you have to do what's best for business. And if you can get a good good player for him, I trade him. But you know, we we see what the, the Pirates do. They get like the guy that they got from uh, from the Brewers. He's not even ranked in their as one of their top <laughs> prospects. <laughs> Like yeah. You couldn't even get like a journeyman pitcher or something. I I don't know. It's kicking Derby. the can, kicking the can down the road again. I love it. Derby would take him with his uh in um what are they, the Guardians? Because they're still I, in the I was, race. I'd take them. And here's the thing, uh, Carlos Santana, I believe he used to be an Indian. Maybe you know that might have been a nice uh easy transition right there, next town over. Basically, he was in this on an organization before. He's a good hitter, but no, he goes to the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers are they're they're, tr- they're, they're going to be buyers. Obviously, they're trying to stack and uh, pad their lineup so they can advance through you know get to the playoffs, make a nice run to the playoffs. I don't think it's going to happen. But as I said, as a Pittsburgh Pirate fan, this is what we have to face the rest of the season. So please let these next fourteen days go fast. Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the website, brother? Whodumbyinjures.com. Everything you need is right there. Oh my God. Especially that merch store, you get your Bob Nothing merch because Bob Nothing hates you. And to show your displeasure, buy buy the T-shirt, buy the hat, buy buy the uh, buy the mug, take it everywhere you go. Twodumbyinjures.com. There you go. www.twodumbyinjures.com. Question of the day, guys. Trivia question of the day. It's going to be a Philly question. Of course, these baseball questions aren't going to last too much longer. But the uh, question of the day is a Philadelphia Phillies question. You guys ready? I am ready. All right. All right, Derpy. Time to get up from your nap. <laughs> Question of the day. What was the original name of the Philadelphia Phillies? I'm looking for the team name. For the original easy. name of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, go ahead and think that over for a moment, guys. We are live. We're live seven days a week, everybody. Right here. Right here. You can catch us Monday through Sunday, 1130 a.m. And a show that we do every day. Brand new show. It's uploaded that same day at 8 o'clock in the evening in podcast form over on Spotify. If you just want to listen to the, uh, the show, if you only get an opportunity, maybe in the gym with your earbuds or in the car on the way to work, pop the show on, go over to Spotify. It comes up new every day, brand new episode, 8 p.m. over on Spotify. All right, guys, so the question of the day is this. Derby says it was easy. Uh, the question of the day was this, the Philadelphia Phillies question. What was the original name? Of the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm going to start with Mike. Mike, what do you think the original name of the Phillies were? Uh, fanatics. The Fanatics. Not a bad guess. Mike says the original name of the Philadelphia Phillies were the Fanatics. I'm going to lock him in on that. Derpy, what was the original name of the Philadelphia Phillies? The Quakers. The Quakers. Is this your final answer? Yeah. All right, a little lock derpy in. All right, guys. The question of the day is this because we do play the Philadelphia Phillies tonight. What was the original name of the Philadelphia Phillies? Mike says the Fanatics. Derpy says the Quakers. For some reason, Derpy knew this. The answer was the Quakers. Hey. Okay. Quakers. I, I can't believe I didn't think of that because the Quake. How did you know that, Derby? I mean, you, you said it was one, easy. Yeah. Were you digging into the Philadelphia Phillies uh, facts before we came on, knowing that this was going to be the trivia question of the day, or did you know? Nope. This? I just knew it. Huh. Okay. 
That was Good before my me. time, Derpy. Isn't that what you always say when you don't know the answer? Before what my it? time. <laughs> You're right. I like what piece at Stevedores or something goofy like that. I can't. I, I don't know why I'm not getting anything up from him. I, I've been, uh, I don't know. I'm watching the board. I don't see. Has he, has he been commenting all show? Uh, yeah, for a while there. Yeah, me and him were commenting back and forth. Mm. Yeah. I, but, was, uh, I was scrolling Twitter, so I missed this comment. Yeah, I don't know what I got going on here on the board. Uh, Mike, do you have anything before we get ready to take off for today? Weeks of football. Two weeks till Steeler football. One mm. week till root till football, and we no longer have to deal with the Pirates. Can you believe it? Almost this? here, folks. Folks, I can't even say folks. I hate that word. So it's here, peeps. Pete, or I'm not Pete. Derpy, what do you got, ma'am? Um, before I say something, uh, do you want to announce that? Or? Uh, we're still working on it. I'm still working on to see if it goes through or not. But if it does go through, Derpy, I promise you I will pass. be passing you over people to get autographed. But Deb, I'm still still waiting <laughs> on things on my end. <laughs> <laughs> What you Stairway got, Derp? Stairway to seven. Stairway to seven. Stairway there to seven. Go. All right. PJ Watt tattoo. Let's go. I, I this is this could be the right. biggest moment of my life. Right across if, your forehead. TJ, if uh, Derpy gets TJ Watt tattooed right across his forehead, I swear. Uh, my thing for the day is this: only a handful of teams have a winning record over the Georgia Bulldogs through history. The uh, Alabama. Alabama, uh, they are 25. The Georgia Bulldogs are 25 and 42 against Alabama. Alabama has a winning record. The Georgia Bulldogs are 14 and 18 against LSU. The LSU Panther or the LSU Tigers have a winning record. And of course, one of the other teams on the list is the Pitt Panthers, which Georgia never beat. The uh, Georgia Bulldogs are 0 and 3 against Pitt all time, which could go back a million years. But the bottom line is, there's only a handful of teams <laughs> have a winning record against Georgia, <laughs> and one of those teams are the Pitt Panthers. They are 0 and 3 against Pitt in the history of the two schools. So there Dang. you have that. You know, three and is three and O, boys. That's right. Doesn't That's matter right. when it happened, boys. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll give Pitt that. It doesn't matter because I guarantee you, you look at Penn State stuff, we have records against teams that are great now that suck back in the day. Hey. Yes, hey. But there doesn't you matter. have it, everybody. I you do win when you thank win. Thank you for checking us out. As always, we appreciate each and every one of you. Each and every one. There's not one that we don't appreciate. Except you. You know who we're talking about. <laughs> for Derpy, Mike, <laughs> myself, the two dumb users. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>